back to Good Mom's Bad Choices, episode 30. Hey, we made it. Hey. We made it. We made it. 30, 30, flirty, 30, 30, and 30. We're 30. We're podcasting and doing things. We're, it's episode 30. <laughs> that could be a high five. That could be our new intro music. Something like that. We need an intro. So we don't get sued. I know. Because technically... I have no idea. I do not know what we speak of. Let me not... Erica's going to admit to my <laughs> guiltiness. You said you own it. You bought it. I do. So it's yours. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. <laughs> we're stoned again. Um, so we're recording this episode a little early because we are going out of town and stuff. And so, apologies if we're dated. Oh, <laughs> we're going to be a little dated, but... Because by the time this airs, we're going to know if Brett Kavanaugh is on the, a, yeah, on the U.S. Supreme Court. What do, you, what do you guess? Yes. That he is on? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you stopping these white people? First of all, if Clarence did, got, got on a yeah. black ass, they yeah. definitely don't give a fuck if how many pussies went to Clarence! Facebook. Clarence yeah. is ass-slitted! <laughs> What's the face? He's in the clear. He's good. Brand I mean, he's not good. He's terrible. But I, I just know they're not going to recognize it as anything, as an injustice. They're, not, they're barely, like, believing her now, so. I know. Hopefully I'm wrong. Especially because that means, who knows what he's, what is he going to do once he gets on the Supreme Court? I mean, overturn Roe versus Wade. Do a bunch of things for the immigration. Just. I don't know who fucking knows. Who knows? Maybe he'll surprise us. I don't know. All I know is when I saw his little screaming face getting all riled up, something in me told me. He did it. <laughs> My psychic intuition said he's guilty. Um, yeah. I just think that uh, so many women get sexually abused. Like, of all my friends, I can think of, like, off top, like, eight people have experienced in some form or fashion mm. some inappropriateness from a guy and you kind of like brush it off because that's what guys do that's how men act like fucking savages but that's just not true and that's not acceptable no it's not but it's even like when i was because we so guys we're obviously talking about the uh sexual assault case uh accusations against brett kavanaugh who is up for to, to be supreme court justice um which is a lifelong uh, appointment, and he is being accused by three women of sexual assault. One of which that happened in two, two in high school and one in college. Yeah. Um, oh no, one in high school, two in college. And the, I, I don't know if that's the main reason people are dismissing it, or just you know people dismiss stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and she took a polygraph test that came out that she was not being dishonest but they rejected it they rejected it and she also they she gave the, the the notes she gave permission to her therapist to release her notes which she talked about this incident back in 2012 with her therapist so i don't know i don't know um oh, did I just fuck that up? yeah it looks like it no 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 um all in all though we wanted to talk this Along with Bill Cosby's recent sentence, um, we wanted to talk about sexual abuse. Yeah, it's a serious topic, and it's something that I think so many women feel uncomfortable about talking about, or some women don't even realize they've experienced it. Right. You know what I mean? Because you start to put the blame on yourself, like, oh, I asked for this, or I, like... Blue balls is a real disease. (laughs) You know, we're here now, so now I have to. Right. No, I don't want to see your penis. You know, these are all in some form or fashion ways, you know, people overstep their boundaries. Right. Never have I been like, you will look, look at this pussy. Look at this. <laughs> right. Can you look, look at this? Can you imagine? Like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Take this. Come on. I'm please. not going anywhere. Please, like, please come on. I mean, please. not to, not to like demean men because I know men get sexually assaulted as well, which I, I know it's not funny. <laughs> I know it's not funny. The but sad part is men, all the guys I know that have been like molested, it's, it's always... I'm talking about men. Like, I'm I talking know. about men. Well, yeah. you no, know, I know one guy I dated, he was molested for a long period of time by his mother's boyfriend. That was a real place of molestation. But a lot of times I talk to guys and I'm like, how old were you when you lost your virginity? They're like 12, 11, 13. I'm like, 
how old was the person? It's yeah, always older. It's woman. always an older woman or an older person. At least a kid who knows what they're doing. And I'm always like, yo, that's not funny. You got fucking raped. That's molestation. That is very disgusting. Even I've heard like seven, and I'm like, that's not cool. It's so true. It's so true. They, like they I don't know even multiple know. guys that have told me that the, they lost their virginity to like a much older like a baby person, but they don't even view it as they're not when they're telling me they're not telling me because they think they've been sexually assaulted. No, they're really? either like we're almost bragging about it. Yeah, I've had a few guys be like, yeah, you know, I lost my virginity to like twenty year old. I was like, like thirteen. I was like, that's. That's rape. That's, yeah. Or like a 17-year-old and I was 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a, The no. babysitter. Yeah, I've heard crazy shit. And it's like, yeah, dude, that that's, you might need to heal from that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, a big thing about like experience something, experiencing something like that when you're younger is sometimes you... You, you like you numb it out like the trauma is so great that like your body makes it, you think it's a dream or like a like they suppress the memory because it's too traumatic to to relive and you feel guilt and you don't know how to communicate it yeah seriously I mean I mean I know like I know maybe not cases of sexual assault for me but I've definitely like had moments of like where like something has triggered a memory for me where I'm like, oh my god, is that? And I'll be confused. Like, was that a dream or was that? Or am I tripping? Right, real. I'm like, oh no, that was that was real. Um, and like when that happens, it's just like you still don't. Cause like even when I think about something like a memory that I have that I like I can't remember it. Like, I still not sure like what is real about it and what it's isn't. Not right. Yeah. And if and what are and because you're thinking about it, are you fa- what is fabricated or what is memory? Okay, so I have my friend. This topic came up because I was talking to my friend on the phone today, and she was saying that she when she was like little, like six, five or six, she would always go to her neighbor's house. There was two girl, little girls over there, but she never like she was always asking them, "Is your dad gonna be home?" Is your dad gonna be home? And even her mom thought that was weird. Even their mom thought it was weird. Like, why do you keep asking that? She's like, I don't know. So she said she's she. Later, started having this dream that he'd come in the room and touch her because she was sleeping in the guest room, and her body would just like tense up and get really stiff. This is the dream she's having. But later, in like when she was eighteen, she took a psych a psychology class, and they were talking about how, as children, we make things into dreams because we can't process the trauma. And at that moment, she realized that shit wasn't a dream. This was what really happened. And her body, she was just thinking it was a dream. She's like, I never had that dream when I was at my house, only when I was there. So um, that's one way, you know, like people are like subconsciously don't even realize this abuse has happened and how it's affecting them. And then there's other things, like you said, how you didn't remember. And then like suddenly something I remember. When I was little, when I was like 16, I was in Philly. And we passed by, like, an old house my grandmother lived in. And my dad was like, oh, I remember your grandmother used to live there? And I looked at it, and as soon as he said that, I had this rushing memory of, like, the neighbor two doors down, like, touching me while we were playing house. He was older than me. I was probably, like, three or four, honestly. And he was he was older than me. I don't know how much older. Um, but Like a, t- like a teenager or, like, an really adolescent? Really, I can't really remember. Not that it matters. I'm just No, curious. I think that maybe, like... 11 or 10 or something. I mean, that's pretty much a lot older. Yeah. Maybe it was 9 or something. It doesn't matter. You're 3 or 4. Yeah. I don't think I was, like, traumatized by it. But What did he do? Like, t- like, t- like go on my pants and try and touch my vagina. You know, then I get confused because, I mean, I think a boy, it depends on what kind of age he was, but a boy at a certain age doesn't even know. Like, they're both exploring Right, right. I, I'm, I'm not. But at the same time, if he was of that age, like, he should know. And that's even a more, bigger of a problem if parents aren't teaching their, their kids. kids. Like, you don't do that. You don't touch anybody. Yeah. Um, but I, my, I remember my mom telling me, like, always in the bathroom, if someone touches you here, you tell me. And I told her. And my, then I, I don't really remember what happened after that. My grandmother must have said something to them. But at 16, I was like, am I tripping? So I asked my parents, I'm like, do you remember? Like, it came up. I was like, do you remember? He's like, they asked me, do you remember that? And I was like, yeah, I do. I'm like, I don't think I'm traumatized or anything by it. But the crazy part is, is that had I not drove past that house at that moment, and I, I may not have ever really remembered that. Not that it was a huge deal or anything, but just how your mind can be so tricky. Mm-hmm. Even... um. I have a cousin, and recently she's thirty-two, and uh, she was she smelled a scent, and it started triggering these really dark memories of being like raped by a 
by a relative when she was like six years old. And then she started to play out other things in her mind where she was like, she, 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 she associated that with like, with like, like, like sex with love. So she tried to make her brother touch her. She tried to touch other people because even as a child, she, right. she didn't understand. She didn't, you can't fully comprehend that. And it was someone she loved and adored. Yeah. She thought he was like giving her like affection, but like right. appropriate affection. Right. But six years old raping a six-year-old and the fourth the, the crazy thing is is that 30 and, and growing up this is my close cousin she was troubled she, she got kicked out of schools a lot she was she was angry i'm we humped like and she even had like after, we humped like me and me and her oh <laughs> no but i'm just saying no, no, she, no, was, I, she was hypersexual right. but she did, never even understood why until she was smelled this sense and it triggered all of these memories. And I'm like, fuck. Can you imagine a 32 years old, suddenly... Everything, you're like, oh. Oh. Yeah. And even she used to apologize to me about, like, things. Like, when we were kids, I was like, we were both kids. Like, we didn't fucking know. She's like, no. It was wrong. And I didn't even know. And obviously, you didn't know what you're doing. But a lot of times, that behavior stems from some... Where you learn that behavior from. But I'm just like... I've I've always thought like I'm already I'm I know I'm a very sexual person and hypersexual and I, I probably that's probably like a, a, one of my vices but I always was like damn do I need to get like some type of hypnotherapy and see if there's anything else in there because maybe this is the reason maybe something's wrong with me because I just know how tricky the mind is. Mm-hmm. I think also like you might just be sexual. Yeah, but I mean, and I'm just trying to find like a good reason. <laughs> but I think, but I mean, there are things that come up, you know, that can trigger you or influence, you know, what, your level of importance on things, whether it's sex or whatever it is. Right, you know right. what I mean? Um, how we view sex, how we how we go about getting sex, like the kind of sex we like. Right. You know, and that's another thing. I told you about my weird porn fantasies. Wait, what were they again? It's always like older, like being taken advantage of. Oh, but right. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with me? Or maybe this is just my season right now. What I'm into. Is that been a recent thing, or it's more like? Well, probably more recent, like the last year or two. Well, I like bondage. So what does that say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't know if those have any correlation. You like to be tied up. I mean, I like to watch it. No one ever does it. Even though I've asked multiple people to. Eric is pissed. I am. So like, how many more times? So how many times are I going to tell a nigga to tie me up? Like, like, isn't that a fantasy? Is it just my fantasy? Oh, you don't get anything out of it, so therefore it doesn't no, matter? No, you can't. You would have. Well, I guess. I think also, I'm always afraid like someone's going to judge me because of my fantasies. And then some people are scared to like tie a bitch up. So I I around clearly. A clearly. I asked my ex to do this for, like, seven years. I would want to be tied up and gagged a little, yeah. Just, like, tease me. Show me your skills. I've been tied up and gagged, and I was hot, hot, hot. I really like to fulfill fantasies. We're getting so off topic. Which, maybe not off topic, because maybe, why do I like to, no, because I'm sexual, too, but, which is totally natural. But but this also goes back to, like, why as women we have to even question our sexuality? Did something happen to me? Am I oversexual? Yeah, because men just fuck all day. And it's all good. They're not wondering. No one's asking them, oh, they must have been raped. Were you molested? That's why you like to fuck so much, you know? Right. But, um, yeah. But we do experience more trauma than men. I think women experience more trauma than men on a daily basis. Between getting catcalled all day long to just, like... Just, just being demeaned all the time. Absolutely, even us questioning our our five percent more of the next bitch sexuality goes to show that, like, as women, we're just held to a completely different accountability. When when we're when something happens to us and we're raped and we're fucking, um, you know, like the victim is like, what was she wearing? You know, what was her sexual history? What like what did she do to get to deserve this? And then thinking even some one state. There's like a point, there's like a point of entry, like once the dick is in the vagina, then like even if you say no, you can't count it as rape. There's like an, a specific amount, like point in which they dictate, no, no, it is rape, or you must continue, which is even crazy. Wait, so if it's all the way in, then they can't call it rape? I just, I just, yeah. It's, how the fuck, who's there and how would they know? How, who's there to measure? I guess, like, it's, just, I guess it's just hearsay, but I'm just saying... That's in the actual law. I read it, okay? So don't no, quote I, me on this. That's insane. I, I don't put it past America, okay? Right, well, right. I mean, obviously. I don't put it past America. That's crazy. 
I mean, even just super low, minimal charges to pedophiles, to fucking rapists, all these, like, it's just like, oh, bad boy Johnny. You know, it's just not equal. No, it's crazy. And, I mean, we'll probably never really know if what what happened, you know what I mean, with within this case in particular with Brett Kavanaugh or, you know, clearly it didn't matter with Clarence Thomas. But that's what's so sad, like, too, you know, like, this this woman doesn't have anything to gain from this. If anything, she's going to, she's giving away a part of her life, you know what I mean? Like, people are, she's she had to move because she was getting death threats. From people who support him? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm, her shady. job, her job probably, you know, she probably compromised everything she, and compromise everything because she, but she's the victim and she's the victim yeah it's it's she's it's, like a doctor isn't she just like she's super educated psychology yeah she's a doctor of psychology um she i think palo alto she's a professor at palo alto some i can't remember what college um at the hearing the woman on the board or whatever said how do you know it was him and she was like, just like how I know I'm here right now. And talking to you. Right. Like, and then she, like, she broke, broke it, it down. all the way down. She was like, the hippocampus <laughs> sends a... <laughs> sends a vibration to the... I was like, oh, but she told She's you like, the fuck how the... Cerebral. I was like, oh, she just told you how the brain works. Works. Take notes. What? No, you had enough fishies. Did you eat your pasta? Oh yeah, she has some more. Yeah, eat some, them. eat some Aluna's fishies. Damn, I kind of want some fishies. <laughs> I want donuts. Ooh, should we go get some after this? From where? I don't know. Why? Why did they close all the Krispy Kremes? Why, why did they close donut shops so fucking early? Don't they know people? High people want donuts. At oh my god, we should open a late night donut shop. That would be amazing. You know what I wanted to open when I lived downtown? It's so stupid now. I wanted to open a, like a delivery ice cream service where someone walks around with, like you know how like they have the Mexican like the Mexican like you um, want a donut cart? Yeah, they have the little cards and like yeah. So um, <laughs> I would like you know they they serve like the mango and stuff and but, bomb. But you would travel around downtown. It was for it was specifically for downtown. For donuts, ice cream. Oh, they, they travel around with ice cream and they scoop it at your door. Door front ice cream. This is your idea. This is my idea. It's a genius. It's genius. I would. I mean, it's I'm very not, similar to it's not genius. It's very similar to an ice cream truck, except in downtown, people want door to door service. It's a mobile. We live ice in a, cream We live business. in a time where we want. We have Postmates to go fucking grocery shopping for us. I'm really sorry we got high before this episode okay. because our tangents on donuts and <laughs> ice cream trucks and business ideas are. Horrible. First of all, it is 9.38. Where the fuck are we going to get some donuts from? I don't know. I wish we could make those oh, ones. Oh, oh, yeah. I just thought of it. Yeah, we must make them. No, I can't. Please. No, no. You, it was your idea. No, no. Okay. Bad idea. Bad idea. We're doing um, Anyway. <laughs> Back on track. Back on track. Um, yeah, so I was actually, when, I, when we were talking, we were talking about this topic, I was trying to... Um, remember I don't have any specific memories of being molested when I was a child um I know like my mom taught me very early too like does anyone touch my mom's super paranoid about it like I remember having like a rash on my vagina when I was like seven or like six and my mom would be like who touched you who what tell me What's going on? Who's touching you? And I was like, nobody. And there really was no one. I think it was like the soap was like irritating me. Um but definitely later on, like, I was telling Jamila, like, I have this one incident, like, and I'm, like, actually embarrassed to even share it. Like, I've never really shared this story with many people at all because I felt so gross. And I felt like I – it was my fault. Like, I – like, I felt like a hoe. You know what I mean? I felt like a whore. And he knew he was making me feel that way so that he knew I wasn't going to tell anyone. He's manipulating. Yeah. So basically, like, when I was, like, 20 or 19, I really wanted to sing. Like, I was really, like, wanted to have this career in singing. I was writing a lot. I was interning at Geffen Records and um, Interscope. And there was this guy there, and he was an A&R there. And he befriended me. 
and you know found out I wanted to sing. He had a little crush on me, and I knew, but I was like, whatever, you know, we're cool. And then he had, he started inviting me to the studio. He was like, you should come to the studio, and I was like, oh shit, like the A and R was here to come to the studio. Like fuck yeah, I'm about, to, time. I'm about to play all the heat. That I had in my garage band. <laughs> you ain't How ready about for this? <laughs> Hold on. Wait, this is my favorite one. I no auto tune, bitch. Um, so I played my song and stuff, and he was like, Yeah, you need, no, you need more production. You need, like, let me help you. Let me oh some producers, God. writers, you know, la, 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 la. So I'm like, Oh my God, like, he really wants to help me, blah, blah, blah. So um, we go into the studio a few times, and we do, like, maybe, like, we, like, start things, don't finish them. You know, I'm really, like, focused, like, trying to, like, show him that I'm, like, serious about this, you know? I think, like, I don't know how many times I went to the studio when this happened, but one night we were there, and I remember, like, there was somebody there. The the sound engineer guy was there, and he was also, there was, like, all this this guy who was, like, helping me with vocals or something. And we were doing the song. It was going good. And then he was like, Erica, come in the back, come back in the back and talk to me. And I was like, okay. And I thought it was weird, but I was like, whatevs. And so we went back there and we're talking. And he was like, you know, how how serious are you about like this your career? Like how serious? Like what are you willing to do to like? And he's like, what are you not willing to do? He said, how serious are you about it? And then I was like, you know, like I'm so serious. Like you know, this is like my passion, my goal. Like da 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 da. Like he was asking me all these questions, so I thought like he was like really interested in like my story. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, no, but, like, what are you willing to do to, like, have a career? And I didn't understand. And I was still, like, trying to tell him, like, everything Dance that I was willing to day, do. Vocal coaching. <laughs> and he was like, well, and then he used a, ref- he used a reference of an artist. Her name is Nicole Scherzinger, Pussycat Dolls. And he was like, she was willing to do whatever it took. Oh, my God. What a piece of shit guy. Like, yeah. And then what are you willing to do? And he just kept, like positioning it to Wait, me. Wait, did he say like, what she did? Yeah, basically he said yeah. that she slept with Jimmy Iovine to get her, to get her, to get her on the Pussycat Dolls. Um, which is probably bullshit. Maybe she did, who knows, but she's actually really talented and beautiful she sing, and yeah. she can really sing first of all, and dance. First of all, we fucking saw the very first reality competition. That she was on? Yeah. Oh my God. That yeah. made the, that made the Pussycat Dolls. What the fuck was it called? She was on a show even before that, I think. Wait, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, yeah, that one. Bitch was working either way. Um, but anyway, (coughs) so basically he just like kept pressuring me and like, finally I understood what he was saying and I was just like, oh, and he was like, yeah, like, you know, you might have to do some things. And I was like, (coughs) I don't know. He's like, well, then you're not serious. Like, you're not really serious about this then. And I was just... At that point in my life, that's why I was so, like, I felt so shamed because I was like, am I this weak? Am I this desperate? And I I, I said, okay. And we went to this hotel, this cheap-ass hotel, and I just remember him getting, taking his clothes off, and he was just, like, overweight, hairy. Shame on Older, much older than me, too. He was probably, like, 42. Shame on that. And I just remember exactly what he was doing. Getting on top of me, and I just, like, like, oh, my God, okay, just let it be over, let it be over, let it be over. And then it was over, and and then it was over, and then afterwards I felt so disgusted with myself. I was like, how the fuck, what the fuck? But I, like, as as fucked up as I felt, like, I felt like this is what, you know what, I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to do what I have to do. I want this. And, like, whatever. I have talked to him a few times. Fuck it. Whatever. You know what I mean? And I did it again. And then after that second time, I, like, I was, I never, I, like, couldn't even talk to him anymore. I was, like, I can't even. And so I just, I blamed myself for that. And because I felt like, okay, you're not, you're not a child. You are. 19, the fucking thing is, like, 19, 20. You no, are a child. No, I know. I know. And I, t- I and just totally, now, and I don't even feel like an adult right now. No, and he preyed on me. He, he preyed he on my insecurities. Preyed on all my shit. You know, I do. I mean, at that point in my life too, like I did, I was always seeking male attention and male validation, and I felt at that time that I didn't feel powerful. I felt like men were in better positions to to help me to do. And he used his position to manipulate you. And a lot of twenty year olds, a lot of twenty, I felt that. I felt like like I I don't want to say weak, but like there are so many times I wasn't like, get the fuck off me, I'm ready to go. Where now, you know what I'm saying? Like you're like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. 
also there's a there's a confidence that, I don't know why there's that, that is that, but I also think now that I'm thinking about it, is that I also felt like because of my issues and insecurities and my need for male validation, normally from male validation that I actually want to fuck, but the fact that I knew he wanted me and I knew he thought I was so beautiful, like there was something about that that I was like Fine, I'll let you have this. You oh my know god, what I mean? that's weird that you said that because I've, 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 I can relate to that, and I don't think I've ever noticed that that feeling or thought in that moment until you're saying it now. Like some strange, some strange satisfaction that you have. The, you feel like you're in control, but you're not. You're really. not. Because you're actually getting, like, taken advantage of. Right. And you're almost aware of it. But you're but using your, like, oh, yeah. like It's me. Yeah, to, like, downplay I don't know how to describe uh, yeah. what that is. But I'm sure some of the people that are listening, I, maybe you can relate to that. but Or is that, like, to make yourself not feel as I bad? think to, maybe. But I don't know what it was. It was such a fucked up feeling. And it wasn't until, like... Like probably like a year or two later that I realized like I was taken advantage of and I and I realized that when I ran into him at a party like two years later and I saw him and I was like paralyzed and like I felt like trauma I, trauma and I didn't want to, I wanted to like leave and I didn't want him to see me and like I was trying to like avoid him at all costs and like we didn't talk I know he saw me but I just was like he knew too he knew because he didn't even try to come over there yeah. and talk to me. Yeah. And usually if you're all good with somebody, you leave someone good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have no guilt. Yeah. But I couldn't, like, it's just, it's one of those incidents. Like, you just feel so, like, I felt shamed. I still feel ashamed. Yeah. You know what I mean? To talk about it because I know the woman that I am. And I know who I am now. And I know, like, even then I knew I was capable of, like, come on. Like, I think back on that moment. Like, Erica, come on. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Even had a conversation, I've done a lot of stupid, stupid shit. And it's a lot of it was like with being manipulated, not being like just feeling strong not feeling strong, strong enough. Not feeling strong enough, honestly. That's really it. And it's like crazy that something so like your your body and like your uncomfort your discomfort wouldn't be enough at any age to just be like, no. Nah. Like, well, I don't know. That is trippy. Like, why does it take 30 years for me to, 29, 28, 27 years to just be like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have confidence enough to, I don't know. I think that's crazy. I think, what are we not telling our girls that it's that, first of all, men think it's okay. Because how many times also have you, even like in high school or whatever, college, shit, last week, (laughs) if you like, someone's trying you and 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 you're like no 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 stop stop dick keeps rubbing on your back fucking keeps rubbing and keeps touching you trying trying touching your pussy trying 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 and you're like no 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 and at some point you're like fuck it and yeah and you and I've, it's, it's, it's definitely happened to me and i'm like even that is like no dude no do you lack that much self-control but even that is a violation of you're, you know. Well, I feel like the word no has been um, changed so many times. You know what I mean? I feel like no can sometimes, it just feels like, oh, this is what she wants. She's trying to, like, she's trying to, like. 400 no. She's trying to, like, Play make goody. me beg for it. You know what I mean? She's trying to make me beg for it. Or, you know, they just don't, like, no turns them on because they, you know, they want to convince you and they want to show you their dick or whatever that they can do it and, like, you're going you're gonna to like this dick. You know what I mean? Dude, when I have a son, we don't play those type of games. If a bitch says no, turn turn over. <laughs> Leave immediately. Yeah, like that's Let's your not cue. Get this shit Let it, fucked up. Yeah, like first of all, you don't need any you don't need no pussy that bad. And second of all, you're you're a girl you're like you're a respectful, self controlled man. And no it means no. And you have a mother and aunts and sisters and these are all messages that I think boys need to know because what in the fuck? I mean, even just, like, not even, like, like, yeah, the no, 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 of course. But, like, then there's moments where, like, you're having sex. You you, you, you initiate, maybe you initiated sex, okay? And then you start having sex. And then you have sex. And then you're like, wait, I don't really want to do this. But you, but you just let it happen. Because, because you're right. 
It's, it's easier. It's like you don't want to embarrass them. You don't want to make it a thing. You don't want to, you don't want to be dramatic. You just, you know, you're already here. You brought this on because you led him to, to believe you wanted this. You know, all those feelings that like we shouldn't have, that we should just be like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Fuck it. Get off. Thank you. Have a good day. Like we, or we could just chill again. You know what I mean? You, you have no idea how many times I've been in situations like that. Yeah. Me too. And just like... And I can count on one hand how many times I've said, get off. Yeah, I'm good. I've maybe, like, I don't know how, like, probably twice. Yeah. I, Out of all the times that I was like, um, uh, I'm not really into this. Right. Even, like, having sex with, like, an ex-boyfriend, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I, you know I, I, I mean? I've been having sex, and, then, and that's even more confusing, because you're like, this is my boyfriend. boyfriend. We yes. do this all the time. It's not like this is the first time, but, like, I don't want to have sex. You know what I mean? And that's happened to me in a, in a relationship where we're in an argument, and I, in my mind, I was like, this is weird. Like, in my, like, I, I felt weird even repeating it to someone else, because I'm like, this doesn't even sound... Doesn't even sound right. But if I fucking say no at any point in a relationship, married, whatever, no, no, no. Right. Yeah, women definitely get brushed under the rug. I think that's why a lot of times we we feel guilt. We feel like it's our fault because everything like sex. Women being, like, overly sexual, A, is not accepted, and then, I don't know, it's just all bad. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I just, I think about, like, okay, how do I, because society, you can, you can only teach your kids so much, you know what I mean? Because society also influences all these thoughts, too. Like, what do I need to teach Irie to be strong enough to... Like, first of all, well, we need to be able to talk about sex with our kids. Yeah. Openly. Openly about it and not, like, just avoid the subject so they can kind of figure out limits on their own. You know what I mean? Like, we have to discuss it with them because, I mean, it wasn't discussed with me. I mean, obviously my mom was like, no one touches your, touches your vagina. But she wasn't like, and you know what? Guess what? If you're having sex and you don't want to have sex, you can say no. Yeah. Like, Fun. remember that. Yeah. Like, when she found out I had... These are things, like, when you find out your child is starting to have yeah. sex, these are the conversations you need to have with them. As co- uncomfortable as they probably are, they need to hear You need it. to do it so much that they get comfortable. That's yeah. how I feel like. We, we, we should have such an open dialogue. I mean, I know I, everything doesn't happen, how you... Whatever, but... Yeah, like, this is going to be something we've discussed from, like, 11 on, because these are... Not to encourage you, but, like, you have the power. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Because, yeah, how do you prevent that? Like, just, oh, my God. It's so scary. It's terrifying. Even, oh, yeah, um, even to, like, we were both discussing, like, when I was, like, 15, 16, there was a dude who knew how old we were, took us to the club, got me shit-faced drunk, like, super drunk to the point where I blacked out. I thought that I, I thought he slipped something in my drink. But like, come to find out, I just black out when I drink a lot. Of, <laughs> drink a lot, mm-hmm. or maybe he did. Shit, I don't fucking know. I was sixteen years old, but like, he was. He had to be, um, shit, if I'm in his thirties. Mm-hmm. And who the fuck wants to hang out with a bitch in high school? And <laughs> literally, like, who wants to fuck a like low key passed out bitch? Because like, if I don't remember, you know what I mean. And so it's not about you. It's and, just. It's it's the about whole, yeah. It's just immediate. I'm, well, maybe it is too. No, and, and people it, like that too. People yeah. like that, and so later we 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 stayed friends up until recently. And his girlfriend now was like twenty nineteen twenty when he met her, dumb. And also, like he would tell me like he likes like teen porn. And now, like I didn't want to like, but I'm like, oh, this is your thing. People prey on easily. They don't want to deal with women because they know they're not up to par for, like, a grown woman. So they, they actually prey on, like, young... Yeah, women that are just learning about sex and what's normal. What What's normal for sex and what isn't. It, you're, yeah. And they normalize unnormal behavior. Right. Early. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just so many, so many levels to it. I know. And it's crazy because 90% of the time, statistically... It's someone that you know. Yeah. That's why you have to be careful. Like with family, 
with, you know, even when we had that talk with Jessica when she came on and she was talking about, like, talking about sex with your kids, like, and she, I remember she talked about that not, it's 90% usually someone within your family, like, that even aunts and uncles, they shouldn't be changing your kid. You yeah. just don't know. You just never know. And I was like, and at first I was like, well, I don't want to live in a world where, like, I just think, I'm, like, accused of, like, I always think someone is going to harm my but child. But to eliminate it by only you, only deal with it, you and the dad. Yeah. Eliminate it. And then, like, I, yeah. Your parents, they raised you, how they unlikely. But didn't she also tell about, tell us about a case where the grandpa was touching the little boy? Mm-hmm. And he was, like, in diapers. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So it's just, yeah. And also, go with your gut. Because I be feeling like a lot of times, it's in your gut. Like, you know if something feels off. You know if something feels uncomfortable. And even if you don't know, you have that thought even one time. Trust it. Don't take any chances with your fucking kids. That's crazy. It scares me. Of course. Of course it's scary. I mean... You know what also, though? I think I talked about this, too. It's like... I feel like... I feel like the like the because of the situation that I went through with my baby daddy and him being falsely accused of rape, like my perspective did change. Like I've talked about this before. Like he was falsely accused of rape and the woman was lying. You know what I mean? And it's like when those situations happen, it gives ammunition to people like President Trump or like you know these people that don't want to believe women. You know right. what I mean? And I shouldn't take, like, just a couple liars and be like, see, you're all lying. You're all fabricating the truth. No. <coughs> but because of that, that's where that, that's where, that's where, that, that's where the seed is grown out of. You know, <coughs> like, I, I can't even believe that President Trump, our president, <coughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't even call him President Trump, but he is our president, unfortunately. He has spoken out about the situation <coughs> and saying, like, Oh, like all these lies and all this and all of that and everything is created by the Democrats and like all these goddamn accusations ain't all lies, bruh. That's like saying Bill Cosby, uh, Bill Cosby's shit was all a lie. Like 40, how many people came out? It was like crazy. 40, 30, 40 people came out. Like at that point, one of, somebody's not lying. Somebody's telling the truth. You know what I mean? Do we talk about his sentence and his quarters? No. Yeah, so Bill Cosby was sentenced to three to ten years. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen his mugshot, but shit is it's really creepy. It's sad. It's very sad and creepy. I mean, that's, I don't know. Should there be a, set, set, a, a, a limit to the okay. age? I'm trying to say a word I'm, I'm, as I'm smoking. I'm like, okay. Uh, an age limit to go to jail? No, like a sad... Ugh. Statutory rape? No, statutation. Limit oh, statute. Limit of stat. Wait, statute of limits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of limits. Limits of statutation. <laughs> oh my god, never fucking mind. Enough. A of limit, it. like there's like a time limit up until you can like, like you know, be report a, a crime. Report a crime. That's only in, in rape. There's no limit of statute. Limit of statutation. <laughs> oh my god. In murder. There isn't. No. Only in. Oh, right. Only certain things. Why is why it? rape? Because they don't give up. Because women, because women are the ones that are usually getting, getting raped. raped. They don't give a fuck. They want to like, all right, you know, women. You have the, up until you have twenty years to talk about this. If you no, don't, you got twenty four hours. If you don't report it, we don't get no. DNA. Fuck well, you. Yeah, that's true. But no, if you didn't get the rape kit, you're dead. I can't believe. Well, I can't remember what the uh, what is the how many years is it? Is it like three to ten? You said that's first of all. No, no, no. How many years do you have to report a, a rape? Like, isn't it 15 or 10? It's like 15. That's us. It has to be 15 because I think. How long do you have to report a rape? <sighs> Siri. Siri, how long do you have to report a rape? What just happened? It sounds like talking with someone might help. The National Sexual Assault Hotline website what offers confidential. Yeah. Oh, you did? Can you see no, go back in there. Where's my phone? It's not in here. Go look in there. Close the door. <laughs> you better see it. <laughs> you better see it. Hey, where's my phone? <laughs> Luna, relax. Calm down. How long was that like that? I just noticed it just now. Oh, fuck. Did, did, did Siri answer? No, it's a, here's his number. 
I feel like it's 15 years. Okay, you might be right. It's because, okay. I mean, this Bill Cosby shit happened a while ago. Oh. I mean, there were ones from way back in the day, but this was like one of, I think this was the most recent so, one. And that's why he got. Yeah, what so, you mean? Wait, so, okay. 15 years ago, he was he was youthful enough to drug a bitch. And yeah, for sure. What, wait, what are his quarters? He, so he's in a single cell. Um, Seven by 13 feet. 10 foot ceiling. 10 foot ceiling. He can um he has he can buy a TV uh, a, a tablet a tablet and books a radio books a radio and a tablet for texting oh to do emails to do emails so he can basically talk to whoever he wants all day long well I don't know if they like I don't fucking I mean if you yeah. have a tablet yeah yeah I guess it's just like a limited limited if, edition jail tablet I don't know oh and he's uh right by the infirmary just in case anyone was concerned. <laughs> And what else? But he might go into popul- general population. In 10 days? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do to him? He's probably going to be the king of that fucking Oh, castle. also in the article we read, they said they've been calling him OG, which stands for original gangster. <laughs> Don't ask us our source. <laughs> but that's what the article said. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, the fucked up thing is I don't really feel bad for him. Because he looks like a creepy uncle who I know you did that shit. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people getting away with shit. They Every made an day. example out of Bill. They made a motherfucking example out of Why do you have to be an old black man? <laughs> why couldn't they got, like, get someone new? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why everyone... I mean, he needed to get got, but I'm just no, saying, definitely... why couldn't the first example been, like, uh, what's the guy? <laughs> Everybody's going crazy. Oh, Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. Well, he's definitely going down. He better he better go down, because this shit is all recent. It's so many people, people are coming. Like, pe- people who are now, yeah, actively acting. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Nigga, you know what you did. Yeah. Stevie's a creep. Think. <laughs> What are we doing to raise creepy people is the question. <laughs> creepy men? Creepy men. Maybe there's creepy women too. We don't know. Of course there are. There's creepy women that molest girls and boys. Ugh. Creepy. Um, yeah, like what's happening that it's just, that, okay, which is a whole different thing because I sat next to this, oh my God, I wish I could find her. I believe her name is Sarah. I should look her up. She's I, I met this girl, Sarah, I think her name was Sarah on a plane. She works for um, Ashton Kutcher's nonprofit, which is like aimed, geared towards finding people who like who make child porn and like do sex trafficking. I think in the United States or globally, and she makes the actual program to fi- like to find out the actual location or some shit. Anyway, we start discussing it on the plane, and she basically says that it is somewhat like a mental illness and the fucked up part is that because it's such a taboo thing people aren't comfortable teenagers whatever people aren't comfortable to come out and say i'm having these thoughts of children blah 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 in this way i need help and i think if you tell a therapist they have to report you or something like that so she's saying the problem is that there is no dialogue for people who have this illness because it is actually an illness and there has to first be like a, a, a place for them to feel like to say be aware of it and tell someone to get help and not feel like is it an illness or is it trauma from their childhood I, I guess like with this approach it was an illness but either way trauma or an illness if that trauma has developed into you some sick shit. Some sick shit. You need to get that <laughs> shit fixed. I feel like we have a way, we have a, a way of making everything um, curable. You and know, you're saying what some shit is just like not? an illness or like. Um, I I think that pe- I think that like shit happens to people that definitely affects their life. You know, people have terrifying horrible situations happen to them that you know could potentially make them serial killers or rapists or whatever that may be but i don't know if i would consider i don't know i don't think trauma is an illness you know what i mean because i think that's where that's like where it gets confusing you know what i mean well i think also that i think there are all there are people in this world that maybe haven't experienced any trauma and they are still fucked up but let's okay so you've seen um Frankie and Alice. 
Yeah, that was that with Halle Berry? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's this movie Halle Berry does, and basically it's this really traumatic experience happened to her, and she produces all these different personalities. She's a schizophrenic and doesn't recognize she's switching between these um, different pe- personalities inside of her. And this is a true story. Mm-hmm. I know. So what I'm saying is if trauma... Trauma can trigger illness. Trigger and, and and your like your cellular memory can be triggered so much that it, it does it can be considered a mental illness even if it's inflicted with just trauma because just like we talked about is when shit happens to you as a kid your body your memory automatically does things that we may not even um, recognize and it could and and that I mean I don't know if this is like behavioral behavioral traits not saying to that to the extreme that that's an illness. But I think it could be so severe that it, it becomes an illness. Yeah, you're right, actually. You're right. You just convinced me. Okay, thanks. Convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this movie once, bitch. It was based on the true story, so I've come to the conclusion. Uh, mine Sci- changed. Scientifically. Sold. <laughs> um, but also, I really wanted to talk about, too... Um, <laughs> the guilt... Um, that as victims, when stuff happens to you, that you you hold guilt and you're like, it's my fault. This happened because of X, Y, and Z. And how important it is as we go into our adulthood, even small things, big things, whatever, even things that you may have in some way consented to or didn't say anything and allowed the shit to happen. All of these things, things we collectively need to be like, that's that. I'm not letting this like this guilt and this this feelings that I didn't do enough, like steer my whole life. I'm worthy, you know, and I can move forward and accept it and forgive myself and forgive that person in some way, shape, or form or fashion so you can release it and move forward and live at peace, you know? No, yeah. I just had an epiphany when you were just saying all that. But. Sorry. Um, I just realized that... A lot of me, a lot of, like, I think that situation with this guy that I had sex with and I didn't want to, um, I think really, well, A, it steered me away from music for sure. Like, I had told you before, like, after that, like, I slowly kind of just stopped, like, wanting to do music anymore. Like, I didn't want to, I felt like maybe I'm not good enough. Because the fact that he made me, that he, that I had to fuck him or that he was suggesting that this is what had to be done like, what, maybe I was just not that talented, so this is, you know what I mean? It, it, right. it really affected me and my confidence in, like, what I'm good at, you know? Because especially because music had been so important to me, and I felt like I was really good at it, and it was, like, my whole life. And then to, find, to put that in, suddenly that was questioned by an older person in power, and I believed it, you know what I mean? And just how that can, like, shape the landscape of your life. Like, who knows? Maybe I would have, like been more successful in music and had I just persevered and pushed through that and didn't let that situation like shape me in that way right and that's 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 kind of scary but you're so probably so impressionable even like that's what I'm saying you do things I could be fucking Britney Spears right now (laughs) Britney Spears bitch you can go (laughs) anywhere more current than Britney you want to be the next Britney Spears, baby, baby. How was? That's gonna think. No, no one's gonna think you're talented. Supposed to know. I could Wait, be Rihanna. No, no disrespect to Britney, because Britney's talented. I could be something going on. I could have been Solange. All right. Okay. All right. My bad. You that's, still can't that's be. That's the route I was you, going you anyway. You still can't be. Like that neo soul route. There's no limit. Was it neo soul or was it Britney pop? Because those are two very different lines. <laughs> I would write pop. <laughs> but for me, I really wanted to do more soul. You know, stuff. you need to, might need to pull up those EPs for good Girl, don't make me pull them up. We can be the intro. We this might music. be the intro to this episode. We need music. Oh, my God. Maybe I have, like, a really like <laughs> deep song I can post at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. I can't wait to, to look dig, to Oh, my God. I have one. <laughs> Can you it's just... called Seasons. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. You guys are in for a treat. Oh my god, it's going to be so good. <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, that that just, like, when you were talking about that, I was just like, wow. Like, I was kept thinking, like, how did that situation affect me? What did... And, like, how did I really feel after that happened? And I did. I felt, obviously, like, dirty, ashamed. But I also felt like I wasn't good enough. No, 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 no. But yeah. I also felt like I wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Like, 
Like, yeah. not worthy. Yeah. And I think I still carry that now. I think I already had that in me with my dad and, like, him not being around. But this was a different not good enough. Like, my dad wasn't really obviously my dad. But, but sometimes when you're, when you're used to receiving, like, a male attention in a certain way, we kind of, conti- we kind of, like... It shows up in different forms. Yeah, it shows up in different forms because we're not realizing we're, we're doing it. Yeah. Because, but it's almost like... Because, like, my dad, like, for me, like, my dad not being around and not and choosing not to be in my life, I felt, like, not good enough to, like, for his love. Right. With this, I felt like another man of power, not a dad father figure, but maybe in some way, yeah, because right. he was guiding, he, I want him to guide me. Right. And then he wanted to have sex with me in order for that guidance to happen. So then, like, I felt like, well, maybe I'm, what I'm providing, like, the music isn't good enough. Right. So then that kind of correlated to the other thing. It's all correlated. You know, and it built upon it. And I think it's probably why I was, I've been very insecure in my life. Not those, not just those two situations, but they definitely, for sure, shaped a lot of things for me now that I'm thinking about it. Hey, you guys. Guys, enough. (laughs) No, close it. No, close the door. Close the door. Close the door. All the way. No, oh, don't, don't hurt your fingers. <clears throat> oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna have to get up. <clears throat> I think even like high school, like that's why I said whether you consented or didn't consent, because even like high school things, just, just shit like even stupid shit you did in high school, college, I just, I, I wild out. Like, wild out and even now as an adult I have to go back and like okay what the fuck was going on here but and was it like a lack of male attention from when I was young am I just fucking wild and free and crazy did it just sound fun but also like do I subconsciously have, still have guilt from those things do I still do I still not feel worthy and deserving and that's why like when someone says something to me specific it triggers something but there's like even that's why I said like even if you've consented to some shit or you, you need you have to release all of that because like what anything that happens yesterday is yesterday mm-hmm. and everything else is just moving forward. So no, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Um anyway. Oh wait, do we have a question in our email? We do. Yeah. I know. So, um, yeah, but I still, I think, I think I'm, I'm happy we're in a place now where, you know, we're at least supporting each other more. You know what I mean? I don't really think things are changing that much, but they're slowly starting to. And hopefully, like, women just need to get in power, powerful positions and just shut this shit down. <laughs> shut it down. You need... It's just right. Let's go to our inbox. It's what it's reset. I'm going. Oh. Okay, so we had a question from um, someone in our email, which, by the way, you can email us. Parental advisory, gmbc at gmail.com. Again, that's parental advisory, gmbc at gmail.com. Feel free to email us asking us advice, telling us some horries, just to say, hey, girl, hey, you know, free shit. If you're going to be in the L.A. area. Okay, so this is our question from Anonymous. I have an eight-year-old daughter who's my best friend, and it's been a whirlwind in raising her as I became a mom at 20. Now that I'm 29 the sing- and single, I'm curious on advice on dating and putting yourself out there, but being cautious about letting people into my space and protecting my peace. I don't know. That sounds like two conflicting things. Wait, I... How does she, how does she basically... How do you put yourself out there in dating, but also be cautious about letting people into your space and protecting your peace? You gotta filter the, the filter the uh, ain't gonna happen out. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but it's it like don't lie to yourself. Don't try and compromise too hard in your brain to yourself. You know. Don't ignore the red flags. When you see a red flag, believe it. You know who you're really not that into. And when you see red flags, when people tell you who they are, believe them. I mean, 
there's basic boundaries when dating. You can put yourself out there. You can go on dates. Obviously, don't bring people back to your house. Maybe drive your own car. Maybe Uber separately, always. Um, obviously, don't immediately invite, like, introduce anyone to your kids. No guy should ever be around your kids without you being there, period. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, you just have to feel it out, protecting your peace. I mean, if he starts disrupting it early on, no, it's just going to get worse. You yeah. know what I mean? If you feel disturbed. There should be, there should be no disruption of peace in the first eight months, six to eight, like, literally, like, four to six and months. And also, take a look at the your like why your past relationships haven't worked, and try to notice the trends and see if there are any uh, tr- similarities popping up in him that remind you of your ex because or, or, or something you don't want in your life or don't want to attract in your life. Because I've had to do that. I've had to sit back and be like, what is it that like, why am I, ke- I'm dating the same person but in different forms. Like they are very different but they share one quality which is narcissism. <laughs> Why do I love people that love themselves too? Yeah, much? yeah. But they showed up in different forms. Like there's the nerd narcissist, then there's the thug narcissist, <laughs> then there's like the yoga narcissist. Right, right, right. You know, there's all different types of versions of that. And so, you know, like for me in dating right now, because I feel like I am like I'm very I'm actually really hyper aware of that too. I'm like Maybe too hyper, I'll be like, oh my god, he's conceited, he's conceited, he's conceited. And he just, like, looks in the mirror or something. Oh my god. <laughs> he, like, wiped a booger right, out of his you're like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, you love yourself. <laughs> Let that booger stay there. No. Um, no, but it's just something that I I just look out for now. Um, but also, like, if you, if you put out good energy and you put out love and you're, like, in a place now where you feel like you said you're ready to date and, like, you feel like mentally or in a good place like you'll start attracting good people and you know you just have to kind of like feel it out you have to feel it out because I definitely am like now that I've I feel like in such a better place than I did a year or so ago like I'm attracting different types of men they're still not perfect men all of them but they're different than anything I've ever attracted and also I think I'm also in a different place and want something different also what babe Okay, come in here. I'm gonna ask for issues. We're gonna take a quick break. Guys, BRB. answered her question I think yeah you know just you have to get out there you, you, there's, there's, go with your guy there's no filtering until you inter- encounter you yeah know you gotta I mean? get out there that's true and then you gotta filter and you're 29 and your kids are ba- your kid is older like get out you're there. lucky get on tinder ASAP yeah get on that shit tinder and bumble not bumble just get on Instagram because apparently these days you're just using the DMs. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think um, me and Jamila are both really tired. And high. <laughs> and the kids won't leave the room. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna end it now. So thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't checked out our last episode, you definitely should. It's with Lyndon Brown. We talked about if men and women can actually be platonic friends, which was an interesting discussion. Don't don't touch that lamp. And do you want to say bye, you guys? Mm-hmm. Come over here. I want to say bye. I want to say bye. Okay. All right. Bye. Okay, one, two, bye. three. Bye. bye. What's the podcast called? Good Mom, Bad Choices. Good mom, bad choices. Woo! That's right. Follow us at good moms underscore bad choices. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
big vision, you thought 